um, my dog and whatnot, who's licking her asshole so loud right now. Ellie, (laughs) go lay down. Oh my God. (laughs) That's my favorite thing. (laughs) Sit. Okay, be quiet. Um, What was I saying? Oh yeah, like doing those things with the animal. Like, oh my God. We're back. Again. We're back. We did it. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Thought you've heard the last of I feel like I keep saying that every time, but I think it's so original. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you heard last best. <laughs> That's right. But we're back. We're like back. a bad virus or something. <laughs> you know what? I'm actually pretty proud of us. Like I figured we'd get at least two weeks down and then it was going to be like, well, yeah, but this thing, okay, well, we'll do it next week. And I thought we were just going to, like, very quickly revert back to, <laughs> to once a month. So I'm very proud of us. Yeah, we awesome. But I like it. It feels better when it's like, yeah, okay, I know, like, this time next week we're going to record again. Yeah, it's like a good, it's a good flow. Yeah. So we're sitting crooked. Yes, we are. And we talk about uncomfortable things. All the uncomfortable things. Things that, I mean, probably listening to us is uncomfortable, but that's why you're here, really, if you've come back for the 45th, the 7th episode, whatever episode <laughs> this is. <laughs> just shy of 50? Holy shit, just f- shy of 50 episodes. I know, and it's not like we've been doing this for two years. We should really have, like, 100. 100? <laughs> <laughs> but don't judge us. Get out of here. Who invited you? Get out of here. <laughs> You know what? So, like, right now, (laughs) I bet that we podcast more consistently than a lot of people do their other like habits. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Brushing your teeth. If you brush your teeth at least (laughs) forty-five times in two years. years. (laughs) Okay, bad example. (laughs) Go to the dentist. We definitely record more often than people go to the dentist for a cleaning. There you go. So, I mean, like, stop, stop holding us up to such high standards because if you've come here, there, there are none. <laughs> Start your own podcast. Yeah. Stop relying on us. Jeez. <laughs> I love how like high and mighty slash very defensive we get very quickly without anyone having to say anything. We're like, hi, welcome back. Fuck you guys. Don't judge us. And they're just like, I'm just, I'm just driving to work. I didn't do anything. <laughs> And then at the end, it's like, thank you so much for listening. And we're so <laughs> excited. And like, thank you so much to Blackwell Bandits. And like, thank you to everybody. We just, we couldn't do this without you. But at the beginning, we're like, yeah, we got this. Our we don't need you. We don't, we don't need validation. We just need to make sure everyone likes us and loves us and isn't mean with us. <laughs> <laughs> we're stable. It's okay. <laughs> yes. Stable we are. Oh, my God. Um, so I actually wasn't sure what we were doing today, if we were going to do the split topic thing, or if you had something lined up. Nope. Split topic. Excellent. I mean, I have everything lined up. I have stuff lined up for a whole year. Wow. Well, let's do the split stuff just to be safe. Just okay. In, in case I can't. 
you know, something happens and I don't actually have those things and I'm lying. <laughs> As we often do. Apparently. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, what are you... I was going to say, why don't you kind of intro what, what happened with this research? Um, oh, these are actually from Thomas, my husband and our producer person. Um, he was like, I'm going to send you guys some articles and you guys aren't going to know what the articles are. A bit. Like you can know the, the base theory, like, oh my God. Theme. <laughs> base theme, but you guys aren't going to know what each other are talking about. I'm like, okay, that's, that's kind of what we normally do, but... <laughs> hit me <laughs> but he he actually found a really cool topic that we haven't touched before and it's uh it's animal attacks which is just all the more relevant with uh the king of uh tigers <laughs> and that fucking bitch carol baskin <laughs> carol baskins carol baskin okay before we dive in real quick i've seen a lot of um just just because this is like such such heightened like oh my god everyone's freaking out about tiger king so i mean we've We've reached a very uh, intimate climax of the Tiger King, (laughs) 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 whatever you want to call it. Um, So I've seen a bunch of stuff online about like, oh, this person should should play Joe Exotic in the movie. This person should play Joe Exotic. Who do you think should play Joe Exotic in the movie? Do I think? Yeah. Oh, my God. I... I saw someone, I'm going to jump on somebody else's like idea, but I saw someone mention David Spade. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and just, and they were like, and here's you in Joe Dirt. And here's you in some other movie that I can't remember right now. But <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, like, that's awesome. Like, I, I'm not a big fan of David Spade, but I think he could, I mean, I'm not a big fan of, of Joe Exotic either. So like, <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> Yeah, like I've I've seen a couple things now of like this person, this er, person, this person, and I've been like, yeah, I can see all of those. But then this morning, I saw like a quick fifteen second clip from David Spade going like that bitch Carol Baskin, <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, it's him, it's him. He has to do it. There's the, there's no other option. I love that. Yeah, Let's, we'll start a petition, a GoFundMe. <laughs> the other one that David I've Spade's seen not working right now. Like, let's be real. <laughs> The other one that I've seen that I like is um, he plays Roland in Schitt's Creek or um, Lily's dad in How I Met Your Mother. Nope. Okay. <laughs> All right, listeners, you know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't rely he's, on me. He's, he's been in a bunch of stuff, but those are kind of like the more recent well-known things. Anyways, just just wanted to ask that question. Oh, it's a good question. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, oh, I can't remember his name. The the producer, mm-hmm. the guy in the hat. When he, I was watching the the after show, and um, I think uh, Joel McHale asks him, you know, what's uh, keep wanting to call him Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he keeps uh, he asks him like, you know, who? Same question. Who would you see playing you in a movie? And he's like, some people have mentioned Billy Bob Thornton. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. So good. There's there's something just so satisfying, like Tiger King or not, being like, who would play this person? And then finding that person that's just like, oh my god, yes. It's like fitting puzzle pieces together. It's just it's very it's like psychological puzzle pieces. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. We so good. Do that from now on. <laughs> 
just once an episode, like, who should play this person? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just we'll pick some, like, we get names in a hat. <laughs> Things in a hat. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So. I forget how I was going to start this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I'm so sure. Th- our, sorry. Our, our, our theme is um, animal attacks, like attacks by animals, right? Yes. 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 Attacks by animals. So uh, I'm sure we'll have some questions on, like, if this was a movie, who would you have play this person? Oh. So maybe not. Maybe not. There's some victims in here. Uh, just don't listen to me today. Just don't always, It's always fun to cast a victim. Oh, fuck. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> Who should play the whale? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Do you want to start or do you want me to? Uh, go for it. Okay. Okay. So the first one is uh, about a whale. <laughs> this is a story of a whale. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Silver chair? I don't even know anymore. I think so, yeah. Uh, it's all Something about circle. drowning the whole world. Yeah. <laughs> so he oh, looks so oh, sad in photographs. Absolutely love her. I feel like I could... <laughs> it's, it's funny you say that. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's probably, probably pretty tone deaf and insensitive to make a song about this, but we're probably going to do it later. We'll do it offline. All right. <laughs> Okay, so my story is about a woman named uh, Dawn Braun-Show. She was an American animal trainer at SeaWorld for 15 years, and she was killed by an orca whale. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, uh, these things are going to, obviously, we know their attacks, so I feel like I'm I'm not spoiling anything by saying that that she was killed, but... I'm going to interrupt you already. Oh, God. Which one is is the orca whale? Killer whales. Like the, the Shamu? Yeah, yeah, Shamu. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Let me finish. Sorry, I'm just I'm trying to get a visual of what kind of whale the one with like the bulbousy head or like the you know what I mean. Okay, yeah, I have yeah. I have the visual. Yeah. So it it actually was a Shamu show. So the whale's not named Shamu. It's uh its name was Tilikum. Tilikum. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> let's just say Shamu. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, because like. They name the show after Shamu because that's what everybody knows, but the whales all have different names because, I don't know, they don't, they're not considered real people or whatever. Whale kind gotcha. don't really register. <laughs> um, so this girl, Dawn, uh, wanted to become a Shamu trainer. Uh, the minute she was on a family vacation uh, to SeaWorld as a kid. So she began with dolphins at Six Flags uh, in New Jersey uh, and began her career at SeaWorld in 1994, 1996, in the 90s, to meet her husband husband—or uh, husband at SeaWorld. Uh, and she w- worked so closely with these whales and did so well that she be- actually became the, the poster child for Orlando's SeaWorld show. Um, or SeaWorld show, Shamu show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Behold, the world of the sea. Um, so a lot of the, uh, a lot of what I keep reading is that to work with orca whales and to work with animals that are so big in any capacity, it requires a lot of physical fitness. So this girl was like super fit. She was just recently married. She had her life going for, um, you know, she, she had fame both international and abroad. She had worked in Spain, I believe, or worked with a man 
uh, from Spain who actually worked with orcas as well. So they they had a knowledge share going on there. So the SeaWorld Shamu show was was really big in the 90s. I think even being, we don't have SeaWorld in Canada. We have, uh, what's it called? Everyone loves Marine Land. Yeah, we have, we have Marine Land in Niagara Falls, like the Ontario side of Niagara Falls, I think. Anyway, we, we don't have SeaWorld, so it, it wasn't really a big, I mean, it was a big thing once this happened. I think I remember hearing about this as a kid, but um, yeah, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> All right, so on February 24th, there was a Dine with Shamu show, uh, so people could go to SeaWorld and eat in their fancy little booths and watch the show um, from the safety of their balcony or whatever. Uh, so the show goes well and Dawn ends up lying. She ends up finishing the show and how they finish the show is that she lies down with her face next to the whales, uh, on a slide out, which is a platform that's submerged in the water. So that's kind of where things get really, really bad, really fast. Uh, so SeaWorld claims that she was dragged under by her ponytail like the whale saw her ponytail, thought it was like something a fish or something. Different. Yeah, just it was like something un out of routine for the whale. So it it saw it and grabbed it and tried to drag it down, which is I guess how whales <laughs> eat their prey. Well, they eat penguins, right? So yeah, I don't, I, I don't think penguins can really. <laughs> let me let me tell you everything I know about penguins. <laughs> what can they do? <laughs> Breathe underwater. <laughs> Um, so I think that's how whales attack their prey is that they drag them down. So that happened to her. So she was dragged down by her ponytail. Um, but witnesses report that the whale grabbed her by the arm or the shoulder and, and just yanked her underwater and, and she drowned. Uh, so her death was witnessed by at least a dozen people enjoying their dinner, watching their show. Was fish on the menu? Oh, <laughs> I had to ask. Ooh. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you can imagine like a whale attacking someone, it's not like, it's not like a dog or a cat or like a smaller animal. You can't just like, forgive me if this sounds insensitive, but you can't just shoot it and like have it be done. And or like, like smack it on the nose and be like, no, Scruffy. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I meant more like a Cujo situation. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean like, you know, your puppy's playing with you. You're like, ah, shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about an animal that's like multiple tons, right? Uh, so what they had to do, I mean, she was already dead by the time it pulled her under. So to, in order to get her body, they had to, they had to get the staff to come in and try to distract the whale with food and try to move it to different pools. I guess the way the, the setup was, so you've got your main like area, like main water area for the jumps and the dives and whatever, and then there's like smaller there's, like, pools, channels, kind of. Yeah. So they tried to like get the whale away from her, and eventually they succeeded. Um, after 45 minutes. Wow. So he held on to her for 45 minutes underwater, like just you know being aggressive or just what being a whale. Do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So on the on Dawn's autopsy, um, it, it was noted that she died from drowning and blunt force trauma. No wonder. Um, but 
the the whale severed her spinal cord. She had multiple jawbone fractures uh, and fractures along her cervical cervical vertebrae. Our favorite, our favorite thing, which we don't know where it is. <laughs> um, her scalp was completely torn off. Oh my god! Well, it had her by the hair, right? So it it makes sense. Like you've got the force of your body going against a swath of your hair. It's something's got to give. Um, so her scalp was torn off, uh, her left elbow and her knees, both of her knees were dislocated. Oh yeah. But I mean, who knows if she actually like, felt any of that. I think she probably drowned first and then, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm, or I'm she not went into shock really quickly. I'd imagine. Yeah. Like how do you, Depending on how, like how, not, not even just where, but like how it grabbed her. Like I'm trying, I mean, whales are fucking massive and <laughs> I'm just yeah. picturing it like having the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like dexterity isn't the right word, but I'm going to use it. Like dexterity to like in their giant whale mouth, grab like a little ponytail. Yeah. Like well, that I mean, doesn't. <laughs> yeah. That's, it gets the. The legalities involved get really stupid about that, too. Mm. They're like, oh, well, the whale didn't know. It's not the whale's fault. And she should have known. Like, they blame, they victim blame a lot. So I didn't want to get into that too, too much. Because it's just, it's just shitty to hear, like, a big corporation talk about how it's, like, this girl's fault for not training this giant animal better. Yeah. When, you know, I I don't know. So, um, but I know what you mean. Like, it's how... I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what happened first. Like, yeah, it got her hair, but at what point did, did she get scalped? Yeah. I think that had to happen like very later on, very much later on than like initially. Right. Because that's how it was holding on to her allegedly. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just not, not pretty, not pretty to think about. Yeah. Um, So the aftermath of this uh, trainers were no longer allowed uh, to work directly with orcas like they could they could feed them and whatever but they couldn't do shows um osha which is uh occupational safety hazards association i believe um basically like the labor ministry here (laughs) um had a permanent ban um there had been accidents before like um with with trainers working with big animals uh there had even been deaths before um but they had kind of SeaWorld found a way to appeal them to kind of get back, to get their people back into the cage or the cage, the uh, enclosure, I guess, with the whale. And I would imagine that they, they pro this is just me speculating that those other incidents likely happened during training or feeding time and not in front of like a live filled audience. Yeah. Well, that's, that's just it. Like, um, but the, the thing that was brought up in the court case was that this is actually the third fatality associated with this particular whale. Ooh. So I don't know. I it didn't really specify who or where or when. Um, but, you know, three. <laughs> that's that. That's quite a bit. And, like, I think that was the ammunition they were using, like SeaWorld was using in their argument um, to say, like, no, that it's like the fault of the trainer or whatever. Somehow they, they twisted that to not be their fault and not to, uh, to allow them to continue with like live shows with trainer mm-hmm. on whale shows, you know, 
<laughs> I knew. I knew. As soon as I thought of that, I knew you were going to laugh. Um, so, yeah, that's that's about it. Her husband actually worked at SeaWorld as well, um, but he hasn't actually filed any, like, formal complaint. Yeah. Or a complaint. Oh, my God. Yeah, just not a complaint, a lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. So th- I think that's interesting as well. Like, what... Why? <laughs> Why? So that's hmm. that's Don Brancho. The main thing, so I have been to SeaWorld once when I was little, and the the only thing I remember is I was really bored um, <laughs> most of the time, but during the whale, we did go and see like a whale and dolphin show and stuff, and I was maybe four at the time, but the suits that the um, trainers wore were like like one piece wetsuits or whatever, but they were black and red. And I used to watch Star Trek all the time when I was little. And all I could think of was like, Oh, they're they're from Star Trek because like their suits <laughs> look the exact same as like a captain suit with like the red, like the black shoulders and the red body and stuff. I was like, Oh, they're from Star Trek. And it just made sense to me. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Good. <laughs> Okay, good. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, The pictures that I've seen of of this girl, like on her posters and stuff, she's actually dressed like an orca. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, her wetsuit is like white and black and like cow print, like orca. Oh, okay. Right. So I I thought I'm like maybe that has something to do with it, or maybe it's just like whatever. That's just a promotional outfit that she's wearing at the time. But I thought that's where you were going with your. Oh. <laughs> your wetsuit story but <laughs> oh I see her yeah oh I see her in both yeah see the re- that's exactly how I remember it <laughs> maybe you saw her <laughs> when did you Ooh. go well I mean if I was four it would have been 1994 oh my god you were at the show Jenna was there <laughs> Jesus. I don't remember food though I was if I was bored I wasn't eating so <laughs> 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 oh my god yeah so that's don't fuck with killer whales man like jesus yeah. i gotta jump in there that scares the shit out of me like <laughs> i just think of oh my god tangent time <laughs> um on king of the hill when hank goes swimming with the dolphin and then the dolphin rides <laughs> the make with him <laughs> yes i remember that oh my god i just thought of that i'm like oh my god that could really happen i remember watching that as a kid and just being like oh no like i better not get caught watching this because i don't think i'm allowed (laughs) and then it like it like shows it's like blowhole getting pink or something (laughs) and there's like a video of it he's like oh no Oh my god. What? <laughs> I'm not getting milked by that dolphin. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Oh but it god. is, whales are definitely one of those um, creatures that I've always had a, I would say, more than healthy respect for. Like, just in their size alone. I've, I really want to see one. Like, I've been out west and stuff um, to BC and I've always really wanted to go whale watching but at the same time I'm terrified of even just being in their presence oh yeah not that I think they're gonna kill me like nothing like that it's just like I'm just overwhelmed that 
something that large can exist. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. I get it. Because, yeah. I mean, like, even whale watching, though, like, you would, I guess, depends on how close they are. But, like, I remember seeing them when I, like, when I was out west as, as a teenager and just being like, oh, they're so small, but, like, without really considering perspective. <laughs> yeah. But I, I totally know what you mean. Like, even just, I don't know. It's just, it's intimidating. It's like seeing an elephant up close. And it's not as big, but it's still, like, oh, shit. Like, like every, every book I've read is wrong. Like, you're, you are large and in charge. On that note, can I go next? Yes. Take the elephant. Is this, is this Edison? No. Ah, That's okay. top, top steer or whatever. Oh my no, god, no, no. you know what I was talking about. I love it. Yeah. Uh, no, this is Tyke the Elephant. Okay. And the, so I messaged Angie this morning and said, how much does Tiger weigh? Which is her cat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, because, was, I was wondering why you asked that. But <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> because I wanted to give perspective because elephants are one of the other animals that I'm just like, I can't even, I, like, even when they're in front of me. I remember... Um, in Pickering, when I was little, they had like near the flea market or whatever off Kingston Road, they used to have that like weird little carnival circus thing that would come and then you could ride the elephant. Did you ever ride an elephant? Yes. Yeah. Even I being like in it. front of one, I'm <laughs> like, what, what is this? Like, again, it's just so, I don't know, overwhelming. So I was trying to like get perspective of size as I'm going through this story that Thomas sent me on Tyke the Elephant. Um, so... I guess there's different kinds or whatever. This elephant specifically is an African bush elephant, which weighs on average 13,227 pounds. How many tons is that? I don't know how many tons that is. <laughs> I, I converted it. 2000. I converted it from kilograms for you already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's, 1,323 tigers, like your cat. <laughs> or 204 oh Ellie's. Angry mess of fur and <laughs> claws. <laughs> She's probably outside my door like, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> She's the most miserable cat ever. Um, okay, so Tyke the Elephant, as I mentioned, is an African bush elephant from Mozambique. And it performed, she, Tyke, performed in the Circus International of Honolulu, Hawaii. So around the same time, um, by the sounds of it, so August 20th, 1994. Oh, damn. During a performance, Tyke began trampling her groomer and oh. tossing him around. Oh. What, you remember this or you're just... No, I'm just, cringing. I, I'm just okay. imagining like the sound of his bones getting crushed. <laughs> At least in the water, you can't but... hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> or you drown faster than you succumb to your injuries. Yes. Then again, if her if her spine was fractured and her like cervical vertebrae vertebrae were broken or dislocated or whatever, she probably died pretty fast. Uh... Let's hope for her sake that yes. she did. Yes. Um, okay, so Tyke began trampling her groomer and throwing him around. And at this point, this is during a performance. At this point, uh, Tyke's trainer, Alan Campbell, attempted to save the groomer, Dallas, um, and was immediately knocked to the ground, 
dragged around and ultimately crushed to death under her trunk. Oh my God. Under her trunk. Yeah. So just some fun facts about trunks. (laughs) 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 So elephant trunks have eight major group uh, muscle groups on either side and a total of 150,000 muscle bundles in their trunks alone. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, they're so strong that they can push down trees and lift 700,000 pounds. What the fuck? The trunk alone weighs 308 pounds. Oh. So if it like, like flaps, like tries to spike you with its trunk, like you're, that's it, you're dead. Yeah. Like you're gone. Um, so after killing her trainer and severely injuring the groomer, the groomer, uh, as far as I know, did survive. She charged out of the arena and into the streets. Jesus Christ. There was a publicist outside who I guess was covering the performance or the circus or whatever. And it said that he tried to stop her, but I was like, how? (laughs) How? Like just waving the arms like, no. Don't do it. Yeah. Um, And he was severely crushed. I don't think he died. Yeah. Severely crushed. Uh, there was a nearby police officer, though, who witnessed this and began shooting at her, which just spooked her off. And she got scared and ran around the streets for 30 <laughs> minutes total. There was um, a total of, I believe, 13 casualties in her little walkabout. Um And ultimately, officers ended up, like, chasing her around for the full 30 minutes. A total of 86 shots were fired before she collapsed and died. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, in case you're ever wondering how many shots it takes to kill an elephant. Oh, my God. It's that many. (laughs) It's that many. 86 many. Yeah. 86 many. Um, Just some additional facts so i found this website called findagrave.com <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> so on findagrave.com i found the trainers i don't know if it was like the official obituary but it kind of looked like it and it had like you know on memorial websites how you can like leave flowers or like make a donation like all that kind of digital stuff yep so it had like people had left flowers and stuff on this page for this trainer um i thought they were for the elephant i was gonna say like (laughs) jesus man like what the fuck (laughs) find an elephant elephant graveyard (laughs) oh dear um so it was from this page uh that i found some more information and so it said that Tyke's trainer, Alan, had died of major skull and chest fractures. He was also found to have cocaine and alcohol in his system. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So it was kind of funny because this is is where there was like a a polarization between the good old Wikipedia and (laughs) findagrave.com. So findagrave.com, of course, went on to talk about how kind he was to the elephants and how um, the zoos that he worked at, he implemented, uh, like he, he enhanced the caring practices for the elephants, um, that he increased like the cleaning of their enclosures to once a day, like from once a week and like just all the stuff that he did to care for the elephants and improve their lives. And then on the rest of the internet, 
it talks about how he was repeatedly accused of abusing the elephants. Oh. He used to run an elephant and a camel ride as part of like those pop-up like circus shows and stuff when he lived in Denver. Mm-hmm. Um and like the zoos that he was affiliated with got many complaints about his animal abuse towards the elephants. So what's true? I don't know. Damn. Yeah. So that's uh that's that's little Tyke the elephant. Died oh. 20 years young. Oh my god. How long do elephants live? Isn't that like I don't know. Isn't that a long time? Are they like tortoises? Do they live for like millions of years? <laughs> that's what I thought. Like their like gestations like, like eleven months or something. No, it's not. Their gestation's like two years. Elephant. It's like nineteen months. Birth. Uh and life? Gestation period. Twenty-two months. African bush elephant. Boom. Two years. It's like God, I would hate to be pregnant for two years. Yeah, that's a commitment. <laughs> Like, like having kids is uh, yeah unlike <laughs> having children <laughs> oh my god uh, 60 70 years Jesus for an African bush elephant Doish. God. yeah and they never forget it's well but it's a it says captive uh, elephants typically die sooner than that because oh. so this is something else that I read that I guess Elephants are very much like humans in that, like, they need social contact in order to live. Mm. Like, the same way that, especially now they're finding out, (laughs) this great topic during quarantine, um, that loneliness is just, uh, can impact your health just as much as smoking can in terms of, like, negative consequences. Elephants are the same way. But elephants, because of the nature of, like, the shows and stuff that they're involved in, are usually kept in isolation. So they're captive lives are significantly shorter almost half than their free wild lives oh my god yeah crazy yeah i feel yeah. like there's a dumbo joke there but i i just i haven't seen it in so long i've never seen dumbo <gasps> i remember it being very sad because like the mom's in a cage and like dumbo comes up to his mom in a cage and she like reaches her trunk out and like swaddles him and just kind of rocks him because like he can't go in the cage and she can't come out and they sing the baby of mine song. It's very sad. When I was pregnant with, with my son, I was like, "Ah!" Oh Oh my God. Ah! But never an elephant in a cage. (laughs) (laughs) I hope David Attenborough doesn't come back and marry my feelings are fun (laughs) i what this relates just bear with me so the reason i've never seen dumbo is because um i got so scared of bambi but not from the actual movie i got scared of the thx thing that comes up that like that makes sense Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I don't like it. So I just like <laughs> didn't watch Disney movies for a while. <laughs> I, uh, this this is probably very telling about who I am and how I am, and you would you might appreciate it. But I remember watching Bambi, and I'm like, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom's like, Oh, his mom was just shot. I'm like, I don't think that's what happened. <laughs> like she's just uh, sleeping. Like I don't think I don't I don't know what happened. And then like. I watched it years later. I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) 
If it helps, I it never clicked in with me that she died either. Okay, like good. <laughs> all because I like I watched Bambi multiple times when I was young, and I just remember every time I watched it, like that whole opening scene of the mom getting shot in the fire and stuff. I'm like, oh, this is the boring part. Yeah, I remember like the song <laughs> and like the rabbit, and everybody's like meeting everybody and banging because it's springtime, and that's <laughs> that's all I remember about Bambi. He sees a big stag and he's like, you're my father. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Bambi, folks. That's that's all you need to know. That just makes me think of like the uncut. Sorry, that was Ellie. That just makes me think of like the uncut version of Bambi where like Bambi's going around to everything just like goes up to a tree. Are you my father? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the book only with a deer instead of a bird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. The Meadow! (laughs) (laughs) That's all I remember. So yeah, anyway, unrelated to deer and elephants, well, maybe somewhat. Um, What do you know about captive chimpanzees? Um, I'll tell you what you don't know. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, So I'm going to tell you a little little story about a chimpanzee named Travis. (laughs) Travis, all right. <laughs> Travis the chimpanzee. So this actually happened about 10 years ago. Um, so it's, I remember this story as like a 20 something year old and being like, oh my God, like fucking people owning monkeys. What the hell? Um, but you might remember this too once I tell you a few more details. So um, Travis in 2009 nearly killed a woman in Connecticut Um Charla, 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 <laughs> Charla Nash was grievously mauled, um, blinded and, uh, suffered severed body parts because blinded? of Blinded? Oh yeah. I will tell you everything about it. Oh God. Okay. I just, uh, opposable thumbs. It's just, oh. Oh yeah. It's, it's bad. It's, it's real bad. Um, so Travis, the monkey, uh, was actually in a few... Uh, commercials like for Old Navy, Pepsi, and he was even on the Maury Povich show, <laughs> which I thought I'm like, oh my god, this is so relevant to our podcast. <laughs> How many times have we referenced that show? <laughs> but was he the father? <laughs> <laughs> you have to listen and find out. <laughs> um, so he was actually uh, chimps are another one of those animals that need to be socialized. Um, um, but they also like take it a step further and they have like a social hierarchy that everybody has to obey or they'll eat your baby or something like that. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah, but... like in Tarzan. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're like, <laughs> oh, they like steal babies and stuff, man. It's not good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> baby snatching chimps. That's Here I thought baby snatching was good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh how are we still allowed to do this? <laughs> I don't know. Um, so Travis was socialized in Missouri um, at a chimpanzee sanctuary. Uh, he was adopted, I believe, at maybe three years, probably three months, um, by Sandra and Jerome Harold. Uh, and they named him after Sandra's favorite country singer, Travis Tritt, who is also in King of the Hill, I think. <laughs> <laughs> My m- I don't even know what, like, I've heard the name. My mom likes country music, but I'm like, I don't, I don't know who that is. Trav, Travis Tritt. Sure. Yeah. Sure. That guy. 
The one um, with the hat. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently he like mauled a woman. I don't know. He <laughs> uh, <laughs> looks like a monkey. Um, so Travis is very well socialized. Uh, all reports uh, of people who who have come in contact with him um, at Sandra and Jerome's farm said that he was very, he listened very well to his owners. Um, like even he would even wrestle with Jerome, uh, uh, the, the husband and <laughs> the husband of the monkey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he would wrestle with him. Um, but when Jerome said stop, like the monkey listened and it was very, or the chimp listened and it was very, um, like there's a very good balance of power there or like strict, like bounding. divide on uh, yeah 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 that's the that's the b so, word so this isn't like it's not like they had like a small zoo or something like that like th- they just personally adopted the monkey for them in their farm in their fun times yeah i'm gonna explain okay. why in a second okay so the the monkey pampered um their their only son uh, died in a car accident and then a few years later, uh, the husband, Jerome, died. So Sandra, uh, like, took care of Travis like it was her baby, like her one and only. And just um, there were reports that she slept and bathed with Travis. That's not good for the hierarchy. No, it's not. Bad. <laughs> bad news bears. Um, <laughs> bad news monkeys. <laughs> bad news monkeys. Um so Travis could open doors, he could dress himself, he watered plants, he would even eat with the family, um, and he knew uh, what to expect. He loved ice cream so much that he he learned how, that when an ice cream truck came by that he was going to get ice cream. Oh my god. So, smart animal, right? So in 2003, he managed to get out of the house. He could open doors, right? Uh, so he escaped the house, he held up traffic, Um and he <laughs> he chased officers around the cars. Uh, so he was obviously panicked and, and scared, right? I mean, there's a bunch of... He, he got in the middle of an intersection and started holding up traffic. People are screaming at him. People are throwing <laughs> things at him. <laughs> um, so he... Uh, somebody actually threw, uh, threw something at him i don't know what and it just sent him not not into a rage but he did chase the guy off and the guy was like oh okay like he got out of his car and like ran because he was afraid of this monkey i don't know why i just didn't close his windows or drive away but whatever (laughs) um so from this uh, this incident uh gained a lot of attention and uh, uh connecticut passed a law that there would be no chimps like nobody could own a chimp over 50 pounds Travis was over 200 pounds. Jeez. Uh, I know. He's a chimp. I'm still, I'm still picturing like a, like a, I don't know, like a child monkey. That's like <laughs> maybe 70. Yeah, like that's what I thought too. I'm like, Oh no. Like he's just a little, little wee, wee thing, but they're, they're solid. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So muscle. yeah. Travis was 200 pounds. Um, but Sandra and Jerome had owned him for so long, or Sandra had owned him for so long, um, that they just let it slide. They were like, okay, like, you already own him, so this is going to be from, like... Kind of, like, grandfathered it in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, in 2009, um, this is where things uh, get really out of control. Um, Travis got out of the house with uh, Sandra's keys, and Sandra's... (laughs) That damn monkey's out with my keys again. 
I don't know what they sound like in Connecticut. I'm, I just know horror stories. That's, oh, that's I thought you meant monkeys. I'm like, I think monkeys in Connecticut sound the same. <laughs> <laughs> Those damn monkeys that they're Connecticut, Connecticut, what do you call Connecticut? Connecticut. <laughs> Connecticut. Connecticut. Connection. Connections. <laughs> Connections. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Um, so yeah, <laughs> Travis got out with Sandra's keys and Sandra's friend, Charla came to help, uh, by bringing him his favorite toy, uh, which is a really, really bad idea. So, uh, Travis had this tickle me Elmo that was his, like, chimps are very, <laughs> <laughs> they're very possessive. So she brings this tickle me Elmo and Travis just full on like flat rage attacked her. Oh my god. Uh so uh This is um the I've already forgotten her name. Like this the is the mom? friend. Oh this the friend, the friend. okay. Yeah. Um so he started uh, attacking her, like jumping on her face, biting her, scratching her. Um uh Sandra, the owner, started like it was so bad that she started beating him with a shovel and actually stabbed him with a knife. Oh my god! Uh, which only made him more furious, and it didn't. It didn't kill him. He was just more. He was more angry, and he started attacking even harder. <laughs> um, so there is one report, I guess, after an interview where, like, when she stabbed him, they asked her like how she was feeling in that moment, and she was like, "It was like he was looking into my eyes and saying, Mom, why me?' or something like that. Like, why would you do this to me?' So, uh. She called 911 because obviously her efforts weren't getting this monkey off of her friend. Um, off her uh, back. Sorry. Off her back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Sandra called 911 and they thought it was a hoax. So, uh, yeah, because the, the chimp was screaming. Like you can imagine like how, how chimpanzees sound when they're just from what you've seen on like animal shows. Like even <laughs> like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie is giving me the hardest side eye right now. She's like, "What the fuck did you just do to my ears?" <laughs> what is that? Um. So she, the, the monkey screaming in the background, and uh, can you imagine how that nine one one call would go? Though, there's a chimpanzee eating my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> like whatever that sounds like. But she had to say, like, he's eating her. He's eating her face in order oh for them God. to like get their asses over there. So the police arrive, um, and Travis came outside. I don't know how he got outside and what he, like, when he decided to just stop <laughs> uh, attacking the one chick. Um, but uh, the police arrived, and Travis attacked the passenger side. He just knocked off the side view mirror and then calmly walked around to the driver's side, opened the door, like, oh. the, the chimp opened the door, and the officer who was there just, like, shot him. Just shot him dead right there. Yeah. Or tried to. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, Travis retreated back into the house uh, and just went to his cage to die in peace. Wow. Yeah. So that's not the end of the story, though. Uh, so Charlotte's injuries uh, required seven hours of surgery on her face and hands uh, and four teams of surgeons. Wow. Uh, and from this attack, she lost her eyes, her nose, her hands, her lips, and she had mid-facial bone structure and brain tissue injuries. Holy shit. Her jaw 
uh, was reattached, but she'd be blind for life. Uh, she had a face transplant, an experimental face transplant, because her oh. injuries were so, so severe to her face that they, they kind of had to, I guess. Yeah. Um, they also tried a hand transplant on her as well. Uh, but she, she caught pneumonia and uh, there was a lot of complications from that uh, infection and uh, circulation issues uh, that they forced them to re-re-amputate them. Oh my god. Right? Can you imagine? Like, just kill me. If, if, if I'm in that state, like, just fucking kill me. Just why? Like, ugh. You're like, you're gonna, good news, ma'am. You're gonna have your hands back. Oh, fantastic. I'm blind for life. But at least, you know, I can feed myself. Oh, actually, we're going to have to chop your hands off again. Like, Jesus. Well, so um, Travis's autopsy, uh, they tested him for rabies and he was negative. Uh, but they did find uh, Xanax in his system, oh. which may have aggravated him. And like, I don't know anything about about Xanax or, or like anti-anxiety meds. But apparently, um, like one of the like effects of it, like the side effects is uh, hallucinations, aggression, rage and mania and an, mm. an anti-anxiety drug that's supposed to prevent all of those things right yeah so i just thought that was really like i mean just the fact ignoring the fact that you're giving a chimpanzee a xanax <laughs> like just and the then a tickle me elmo <laughs> yeah oh my god this thing's just hallucinating and like, elbows like laughing at him like, oh my god that poor fucking thing um yeah, apparently, uh, what's her face? Sandra, the owner, had given him uh, tea, uh, Xanax and his tea. I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> like, see, that see that leads me to believe that there were already issues or signs of aggression or something that she was trying to like mitigate. That's kind of what I thought too. And there's a bunch of different. Different and conflicting reports. Like some say that, he, oh, he was such a well-behaved chimp. Oh, he's so cute. Oh, he's so this. Others say like they there were signs before and the authorities did nothing. Like when he got out and then started chasing people. When um, there were a couple other incidences that, that didn't escalate to anything, but they were enough to start raising questions. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, oh, no, it's fine. Like, she's been through so much heartbreak. She lost her kid and she lost her husband. And this is all she has. So, like, we can't t- possibly take that away from her. Yeah. So it's... Especially yeah. if, like, you know, if, if these issues have been growing for a while or whatever, and she's slipping him a little bit of Xanax every single day. Like, who's to say that it wasn't just the once and then all of a sudden he has, you know four or five, six months, however long, worth of Xanax every single day building in his system. Oh, is that how it works? I don't know. I, I don't know how it, I don't know what dose she gave him and stuff, right? But like, at least with um, standard SS, like SSRIs and antidepressants and stuff, like you do need a buildup. So like when I when I like miss a dose or I go off my meds or whatever, it takes six weeks for everything to like rebalance. Jesus Christ. So <laughs> I'm assuming there is some sort of like retrain like retraining or like something like that or or a chemical buildup that's happening. So if she was giving him either like one very large dose or maybe stopped giving him Xanax after a certain amount of time, but it was still in his system and he went into like withdrawal or something. That could be equally as bad. Oh my god, that's I, I don't know. I just think, like, in addition, in addition to that, like, just 
it's not meant for chimps. Like, yeah, it's meant and tested on humans. I mean, maybe it's tested on monkeys. I don't know. But like, uh, <laughs> why? Like, why do you feel the need to like, yeah, Travis, have some of this tea. You're going to see shit you've never seen before. Like, let's take a trip. Like, what the fuck? But she obviously intended for it to, like, chill him out. Like, to yeah. just calm him down. And, and yeah, I, I'm sure there was something else going on there that she just didn't... Maybe she was just too connected with him. And there was so much that to to lose him or to, like, start admitting to herself that, like, oh, my God, maybe there is a problem. Like, she probably thought that she could fix it herself to... Yeah. Uh, save having another another like uh my god what a, like blow of pain if that makes yeah. sense yeah uh, for sure or even like that coupled with i'm sure that a lot of people around her are like are you fucking crazy having a chimp like you realize this is gonna happen and yeah. then like to have to kind of go back with your tails stuck between your legs being like yeah so he's out of control um help like, I think just all of these things can create a perfect storm. And, like, I do believe, you know, that that quote that you threw in about her kind of seeing it in his eyes. Like, why are you doing, like, why? Why are you doing this to me? I do believe it because, like, I, I see a lot or at least I perceive a lot of emotion even just looking at, like, the dogs in my family and that sort of thing. Like, I think creatures are very expressive and especially a chimp that's so close, um, like, genetically and anatomically to humans and then that coupled with i think grief feeding her bond to this chimp like it just must have been very emotionally complex for her i'm not saying that what she did was right but i can understand how difficult it must have been for sure and and i think like i don't know who was the alpha or if they even look at that at like if monkeys chimps because they're different i think um like if, if chimps look at it that way um but the husband like the the reports that i read were that the husband was like okay stop okay it stopped whereas like i don't know if that was the same situation with with the wife mm-hmm. and then well, once he was gone it was like okay well now i i have to be the authoritarian and she probably didn't want to because she didn't you know she just wants to nurture she just needs to feel i guess yeah, and I don't know, it, it wouldn't surprise me if um, if he could pick up on her gender as well. Like, understanding those, like, the, the gender roles in their hierarchy also. Because, like, like you said, the, the steps that she, the way that she cared for him was very, like, motherly, if not on a level playing field. Like, bathing with him, sleeping with him, like... All yeah. of these things, even when you apply it to, I know this is like a far stretch, but even the way that like I approach things with doing those things with the animal, maybe he felt like he needed to even protect her or prove something over her, like he was in competition with her. Yeah, it makes sense. Like it. Uh, uh, <sighs> yeah, I, I would not want a chimp. No. I don't, I just don't, ah, man, I don't know, like, I'm, I'm wary around dogs that I don't trust, like, I'm more of a cat person anyway, but, like, we've had big dogs when I was growing up, and I never had a problem with them, but it, it depends on the dog, like, Ellie, like, your dog is amazing, and I, I have no, like, no issues or, like, like, fear around her, I guess, but, like, 
other dogs, I don't know. Like, and I think, you know, I worry about my kids and stuff like that. I'm not so concerned about myself, but I'm like, it's just, you don't, you see other animals in a different light when they're not your own. And I think we've had this conversation before because you're, you're, you're kind of like that around cats, right? Yeah. 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 You don't (laughs) trust the cats are, they can't be trusted. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, like imagine like a cat and a dog are like standard animals. Like, you know, you talk to chances are like somebody in your life has a cat or a dog, but like who has a chimp and like, that's already like a new element of, of fear and unknown. And like, if her friend was there, like maybe if she probably knew him before, if they were, if they were close friends, she'd probably been around before, but also like, how do you, I don't know. I think that fear would be very present and the chimp could probably pick up on it. Yeah. Like there's absolutely. already that like distrust and like, I don't know. They can smell it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. And like the same, like the same thing goes for any animals. Like they pick up on those energies and it's almost like a, a self-fulfilling prophecy to a degree. Like, Oh, I think you're going to bite me. So I'm going to instinctively be nervous or scared or whatever, or maybe even like a little, um, jumpy every time the animal moves and then that puts the animal makes them unsettled and then it just kind of like feeds into this snowballing thing of animal attacks <laughs> yeah yeah no seriously I mean I don't I can't speak for the the whale and the elephant definitely <laughs> sounds <laughs> I don't speak for the whales <laughs> I'm not the Lorax of whales <laughs> um or but the elephant sounds like you know like she dealt with a lot of abuse from from her groomer, so like I don't know. You can almost you can understand it in some cases, but like this is just uh, I don't know why why own a chimp? Why like yeah. where do you go the chimp store? Like yeah, <laughs> you buy one of those things. Well, it's so true, and it's 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 interesting. Okay, so the the other story, which which I'll bring up only because it also has to do with. Um, it's actually about a gorilla. So I won't go through like all the details mainly because I don't remember them, but I read the article this morning and it was a gorilla in a German zoo. And I messaged Thomas. It was like, you would send me the German gorilla. <laughs> oh my God. It's <laughs> like, you did this on purpose. I know you did. Um, and he ended up escaping and attacking, chasing down and attacking this one woman who visited him at least four times a week. And she was known to um, tap on the glass and like smile. And she thought she was having like an honest to God, emotional connection with this chimp. But the thing that they said was like, she would often smile, which they said was fine because that's typically in the animal kingdom, even with people is a sign of like submission. Um, So they said, that's fine. But the thing that she did wrong was she was making intense eye contact with this animal and they said you know for humans that may be seen as like oh you know we're gazing into each other's souls where we're emotionally connected but they said more often than not especially with animals that's seen as a challenge because averting your eyes even in humans if you think about it right if you're meeting a stranger if you avert your eyes you're showing that you're scared or you respect them or whatever. Right. But if you're holding that gaze, you're saying like, bring it on. Fuck you. Mm. So when he broke out, he chased her down and attacked her and ended up killing her. Oh my God. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. 
I honestly thought he was going to send you Harambe. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I thought it was, like, just based on the URL, like, the, the words that came up in it was like, oh, really, we're going to do this? And then it was like some German gorilla. It's like, oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. But it's it's interesting. I mean, like, and I guess to a degree, I'm guilty of it, too. I mean, I have a pet dog, but it's funny how how deeply connected people are, or at least think they are to certain animals. And what interests me is the psychology behind the need to connect with these super exotic animals. So I'll bring it back to Tiger King. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff, obviously a lot of weird fucking shit going on with Tiger King, but you know, all of the people who are talking about what it's like to be around these animals, they seem to have a genuine passion for it and genuinely like being around them. But it's like, there's also this almost narcissistic isn't the right word, but there's something there that it's like, oh, but I'm the one with the tiger. Like, I have a fucking tiger. Do you have a fucking tiger? Yeah. Like, it's it's like showy. Yeah, it's like status showmanship. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you you hit it like, right out of the park there. Like, it's it's such a like, just the the way. Um. Oh, what the hell is his name? The uh, Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> the way he was uh, like, we're going to put you on a throne in the tiger enclosure. And it's just like, it just feeds that that ego and that like. Like narcissism like, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like nobody can touch me. I've got a tiger. Like, how can you possibly compete with this? Like, what can beat a tiger? Like, I don't know, apparently an elephant or a whale. But like, you know. And then whale I mean- <laughs> And then if you go a step further, right, and and you look at Jeff Lowe or whatever, who's like, oh, yeah, like, you want to get some, some fucking chicks, like, bring a tiger with you. So then there's also that, like, attraction to someone. Yeah. Who has something elite or different or, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, there's just so much going on, but I find it so interesting and fascinating. Yeah, and it's like you're they're kind of like an everyman in a way too, you know, like it's like normally you'd have to go through a zoo or like see it through a cage, but this is like a personal up close thing. And like, who does that? Like, Oh, I want to be around these people. Cause like, how can they elevate me? I think it's, there's something self-serving in the people that flock to those people like Joe exotic as well. Yeah. 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 I think, yeah. I think you kind of have two, two sides. Um, yeah, I think there's almost like two different kinds of people in in the spectrum, as it were, in terms of like half the people are like, oh, I'm so, you know, at one with nature, I am no better than whatever, than a tiger or an elephant. And then you have the other people, it's like, look how fucking awesome I am. I've conquered na- like nature. Like you try standing next to a tiger and ba ba da ba da. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's got them all drugged and like declawed and shit. Yeah. Just, ugh. Yeah, it's very strange. But then I think about something that I don't know. I don't know why it hit me hard. But even after watching Tiger King and stuff, like I thought back to in the summer, you and I went to Jungle Cat World. Yeah. Right. And that was a lot of fun. And I I remember having such just like deep nostalgic because that's a place where my grandma used to take me to all the time. Uh, We used to take the chicken scraps and stuff to feed the lions. So my family got in for free, like just all these little things. But then looking at it I'm like fuck like those are just such small cages but on the flip side like I think it is so important 
that we learn about it too. Like just as kids, like to have those experiences of like, oh my God, like I saw a lion, a, a lion, a lion, <laughs> a liger. Like I saw a lion, I saw an elephant, like just to appreciate, like there's no way you can appreciate, again, this, the size, the beauty, whatever of these animals without seeing them in person. So like, what is the right way? What is the acceptable way to do that? And I'm not saying owning it, owning one is <laughs> the answer. <laughs> By any means, but you know what I'm getting at? Like, I, I don't, I don't think that the solution is to be like, there should be no access whatsoever, but obviously there's definitely a wrong way to do it. Yeah. And I think that's very clear. And I think, um, uh, like we've seen that even, even closer to home, like just the, the, the wrong way to do it with, I don't know if you remember the Bowmanville Zoo. Mm hmm. But that, that place just shut down for a whole bunch of, I think it was a whole bunch of animal abuse stuff. It could have just been blown way out of proportion. But I, yeah. I, I remember hearing about it and being like, oh, shit, like, I went there as a kid. And the same thing with Jungle Cat World. Like, these are places in Ontario for all of you, all of you brandies out there. <laughs> um, but they're, it's, it's so strange. And I don't know how, what it's like in the U.S. if, like, roadside zoos are like a more common thing because the legislation is very different out there. Um, but it's just so you're right. Like what is the right way? Like, and how do you teach your kids? Like you need to appreciate this, but also like, this isn't the right, this might not be the right way, but I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very, it's very hard. Like you want, you want that respect appreciation but without taking too much advantage, but still recognizing that the reality is that like zoos exist. And if you want to see a lion, this is the way to do it. Yeah. 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 Regardless, I think, I think in most of these cases, especially when it's like privately owned or adopted animals, like I don't blame the animal at all. No, absolutely not. And I'm not saying that the person deserved it, but I'm saying like, what else did you expect? Kind of. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. Like it's, it's, uh, it's fun and cute. It's a party trick until, you know, you start having to slip them Xanax because you can't control them anymore. And that's not fair. It's not fair to the chimp. It's not fair to you or like your friend who got her face ripped off. But like, yeah, you know, there's, there's a better way. And I mean, like, it's obviously not private ownership. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not. Did that, did that girl survive the friend? Yep. I wonder if she still talks. Uh, I don't know. um, But. What's she had face? a face transplant. If you look her up, um, you can see her face. Oh, okay. What's her name? Uh, Sharla Nash. C-H-A-R-L-A. Yeah, oh. she did a couple interviews. I think I remember seeing an interview with her, and it was like... Oh, my God. Yeah. That's what happens when you own a monkey. That's terrifying. Yeah. But, like, I also find it sad because, you know, like, she's obviously gone through some serious, serious trauma. And, like, the world was on her. Yeah. Right? Like all you want to do, it's like, it's like when you come out of like an intense surgery or something or any kind of like anything that you have to be put under for anything that's going to cause you pain. Like the last thing you want to do is have people in your face. And like, obviously it was a pretty sensational story, right? Like who gets attacked by a chimp just out of the blue. Yeah. But I don't know. I just, I feel, I feel for her because I would not want all of that attention, especially on something like, you know, your face that most people spend a lot of time on (laughs) yeah uh well and that and that's the other thing like just looking at at private ownership like if you are 
willing to accept the risks of what you're doing. So let's let's go back to the whale trainer again. Like I'm not saying that it's her fault, but it's the same thing with any job. Like there's a certain amount of risk. Like Josh is an electrician. He accepts that there is a risk that he gets electrocuted. It's it's part of what he's doing, right? So like when you're when you're engaging with these animals, even as a bystander in a zoo, like you are accepting that there is a margin of error, a margin of risk that something goes wrong. So like if you, but when you have like a private ownership or whatever, it's like, you're not just endangering yourselves. Like if you want to live in your house with your whatever, like, no, it's not fair to the animal, but if you die, like that's on you, you're accepting that risk, but then you're, it's not just about you. You're also putting your entire neighborhood at risk and they're not, they're not opting into that. They're not saying, yeah, it's fine. I don't care if Marsha and Gail down the line have a pack of angry emu goat chimp hybrids like no you're putting your entire neighborhood province whatever at risk yeah. without their consent you know what i mean yep yep 100 wow sam a lot of violence <laughs> yeah. a lot of violence and it's like sobering violence like now we're you know we can laugh about stuff like not not like at the victims obviously but like laugh at the it's just how absurd some of this stuff is yeah but, like it, it's at the core of it like there's a very real problem yeah but it's funny because like if 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 you want to i don't know take if we want to take some of our own medicine like it's weird how fucking crazy it seems when you see like when you hear you know oh uh whatever a chimp killed a person ripped like took her eyes out and ripped her face off and it's like serial killers everywhere (laughs) (laughs) yeah are doing all the more fucked up shit like it's just yeah it's a lot of a lot of weird stuff in this world man yeah man that's what we're here we're here to expose it all expose you all expose yourselves (laughs) expose yourself oh you haven't seen frozen 2 yet have you no okay never mind (laughs) (laughs) somebody out there will get it and they'll be like oh Oh, God, what am I doing with my life? (laughs) All right. Well, that was good. Thank you, Thomas, for sending us those links. Yeah, that was awesome. I think we should do something like this again. Like, I know we've asked people and I know we've got stuff and we still have some like (laughs) some stories that we need to uh, come together on. But uh, this is really it's really helpful when we have something to kind of inspire research or like, Hey, I heard about this. And like, can you guys do that? That would be really cool. I think to have, yeah. have someone kind of give us a push to what they want to hear. Yeah. Um, because I mean, we're just assuming that everybody wants to hear what we're talking about and it's very interesting. Don't get me wrong, but um, well, yeah. that in like, which I think like you're getting at is, you know, when, when we're searching up stuff to do like, I guarantee you we we each use the same like 10 to 15 search terms. Like it's very easy to fall into like ruts while researching. Yeah. Like, yes, there's a thousand murders, but like let's talk about something other than murder. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing with like, like I think you and I started this because we started talking about like serial killers and, and stuff at some point. Like it, it evolved from, from all of that. And, and My Favorite Murder and a couple of other shows that we listen to. But, like, I've wanted to do, uh, like, serial killer stories, but it's like they've been they've been done, right? Yeah. How much can you say about Ted Bundy that hasn't already been said? How much can you say about Jeffrey Dahmer that hasn't already been said? And I know mm-hmm. I drop their names a lot, but it's like, <sighs> I don't know. Like, 
I'd be interested, but I don't, I feel like it's just, there, there are other things that are more obscure. Yeah. And I think like, to your point, like, yes, this kind of started out of serial killers, but I think what really kicked it into like, you know, what we should do a podcast about is when we start talking about ghosts. Because, like, it's it's a lot of the same themes and references and stuff. Like, yeah, we're referencing serial killers. But, like, let's talk about the fucking ghost stories that popped up because of said murder or whatever, right? Like, it's kind of, what's, what's, all, what's all the stuff surrounding what everyone's looking at? Yeah, it's a different take. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. So, yeah, send us your ideas if, if they're out there. I think, yeah. I think that'd be cool to get some feedback and, like, or questions or anything. Anything. Talk to us. We won't shun you like we do at the beginning of the episode. This is what happens. <laughs> we get all puffy and then we kind of like slowly shrink back down like, hey guys, like, thank you so much for your support. We could really use a hand research. <laughs> and they're like, I don't even know what to expect out of these bitches anymore. <laughs> like you, you call me names and you tell me not to listen and then I do anyway and ugh. <laughs> pretty much just the story of our lives (laughs) our poor poor husbands (laughs) i know well like you said we're naturally defiant like (laughs) yeah well now i'm not doing it (laughs) something something happened to us when we were little (laughs) (laughs) someone told us what to do a little too much (laughs) yeah we saw we saw a whale too early i don't know Oh my god. You know what I'm not gonna be when I grow up? A whale. Take that, mom. (laughs) Whoa. 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 All right. Well, yeah, this has been Sitting Crooked. Uh Sitting Crooked Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, send us your ideas or message us on Facebook or Instagram or all those other things that you guys do. Just probably not Twitter, because we don't really use it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, tweet us. Maybe we'll look at it. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) All right, good. Good.